Hey everybody, this is Dave Hodges, host of The Common Sense Show. Glad you could join us on this Friday edition of The Common Sense Show. Soon to be distributed to Megaphone, YouTube, and thecommonsenseshow.com, as well as Red State Talk Radio, on and on and on it goes. And we're really appreciative of all the people that pick up our broadcasts. People of Freedoms Phoenix do it a lot, too. Uh, we are growing by leaps and bounds. We're setting records over on YouTube. Uh, we have over 12.6 million watch minutes, which I'm told is fantastic. I didn't know what that was until people go, really? Because I asked him, I said, is this any good? And they go, and this is when it was at 10 million. They go, that's fantastic. And uh, we've had, uh, we're over a million and a half people for the last 28 days. And uh, we're growing exponentially. Our website has tripled since we got away from the webmaster who was sabotaging me, took us down to zero. Now we've gone up over 320% for the last 28 days. Uh, so we're, we're really trending in the right direction. It's all because of you. We really appreciate your support. And before we get started with our guest in this segment on this Friday edition of the Common Sense Show, Bob Griswold, I need to let you know that there are a few people who make this show possible. First of all, it's the good people at ReadyMadeResources.com. We're going to be talking more about that because... Bob Griswold is the owner of Ready-Made Resources, and you know, of course, I've been advertising for Bob for years. I call him King Prepper. It's the best that's out there, folks, and like I said, we're going to lay this out for you a little bit later and tell you more about this great company. We're also brought to you by the Noble Gold IRA. Hear me and hear me clearly. Adam Schiff even said the economy's coming down. This is about the only thing this nutbag has said that I agree with. Because the dollar can't sustain $22 trillion in debt, $21 trillion missing from the Pentagon, go to hell, you don't have a right to know where it's going, American public. We are in big trouble economically. Trump has done all he can do, and I do mean that sincerely. He's done all he can do with the economy. He's uh, made gains possible for people of color, for women. He's done a great job, but the economy will come down. Now, do you want to stand in line like my grandparents did and get Zippo Nato at their bank and they lost their fortune and they were well-to-do? Or do you want to start converting your soon-to-be worthless cash into precious metals? Do you want to do that? Well, that would be the way to go because you'll come out the other side smelling like a rose. Let the good people at Noble Gold help you with this by giving them a call at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Also, ladies and gentlemen, the link to noblegoldinvestments.com is in the description box following this broadcast. And one more. You need food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, blah, 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 blah. Well, we do the food. And we do the food really well here. We've got the best company out there, in my humble opinion. 70% off, restaurant quality, no glyphosate, GMOs, 25-year shelf life. If you haven't started or you're really behind and you don't have at least six months, and I mean at least... We can help you get there with two and four week packages. Go to preparewithdave.com. These are the people who make this show possible, and we are eternally grateful because without them, there is no common sense show. Well, you're no stranger to my guest, Bob Griswold. Not only is he have a great, great prepping company, and I, I call it survival company too, because it's what you're going to need in ready-made resources, but he's become a valued guest on this show with his expert opinion. And we're going to weigh in this evening on, well, this is something we all need to be aware of, the Equality Act. Bob, welcome to the show, and we got a lot of unpacking to do, my friend. 
Dave, you know, again, I, I approach it as a Christian man. I read the scripture and I just see, you know, what we're going through right now. The, the whole world is going after this. The whole world is sinking into depravity like we've never before seen since the days of Noah. And if we think we're going to escape this unscathed, if we think we can hide from it or not have it affect us, um, I think we're being Pollyanna. I mean, this is going to affect every aspect of our lives. This Equality Act, I mean, it is going to be so intrusive into the religious life or the conscience life of, of anybody who would disagree with them that they could be prosecuted, that children could be taken away from them. It's dire. It's dramatic what will happen because it, the, 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 the words of the um, – the legislation basically give uh, you know bureaucrats the ability to interpret what they meant, and we just know how that will grow exponentially to where if you say anything against any other lifestyle, um, no matter how aberrant or deviant, then uh, you're going to pay the price for it. You know, we looked at Alex Jones and, and some of the other conservative hosts that were deplatformed because of their content. Now, they're, I, I, I mean, love them, like them, whatever. Alex Jones is, is an individual. He has rights. And, um, you know, because they don't like what you say, they take away your ability to make a living. Now, think of this, Dave. Think of what the Bible talks about about this, how the world is headed towards this system. We see, like, in, in uh, Scandinavian countries right now, uh, paper money is almost obsolete. Um, and yet, if you can be deplatformed, just think of what else they can do to you. I mean, it's the, everything you have now is electronic. Your bank account, all of your records, your insurances, your marriage license, your property, everything is an electronic record. Your vaccines are an electronic record. Your medical, electronic record. You know, everything. And, and again, if you do not go along with this, Dave, they could do more than just deplatform you off Facebook. They could make you so that you do not even exist. You couldn't get a job. You couldn't even get welfare. You couldn't get anything. You would be completely destitute of everything in your life. And again, that's why, Dave, you, you mentioned the food. Gosh, it's just so important to have it because when this happens, it's going to happen very quickly. In fact, we're, we're looking at it now. I, I can't believe the speed at which it's happening, how you know they're, they're pressing not only just this Equality Act, but it'll, I mean, every deviant person in the world could fall under this Equality Act, pedophiles, you know, and, and, and so forth. And then if you d uh, disagree with it, it would be, you know, a, a crime. And if you look at how Islam and Sharia law and what they say about you know, pedophilia versus the laws that they're trying to pass under this Equality Act, I mean, Dave, there's not much difference. Um, we are in dire times. That's all I, all I can say. You know, again, just look at social, China's social credit score system. And we see it starting to work into the American system of justice. That in China, everything you do, whether you pick up trash, whether you help your neighbors, how fast you drive, everything goes onto your social credit score. And in fact, there's there's people now that I read a report, Dave, that said when somebody called a friend in China, a, a siren went off on the phone and said, you might want to take care in talking with this person. They don't have a good, basically a good social credit score. 
so they they, they were blackballed. Um, now, any Christian or person of conscience, I mean, this is where it's going. I have a couple um, of comments there. First of all, uh, that last comment about a siren going off in a conversation, that's the scarlet letter. And for those who remember their high school English classes, a lady committed adultery and she had to wear a red A on her chest for the rest of her life. And this is effectively what they're doing. It's 1984 on steroids. Uh, let me ask you a question about the Equality Act here, though. Um, is it applicable to say that... Well, let me ask you a question. Can you criticize pedophilia and sex with children, which is still a crime? In some places. <laughs> no, I'm talking about with this proposed Equality Act. Dave, here's the problem with it, with it, is they pass this law, and then at the end of the law, they basically, there's a verbiage that says, you know, that Congress or the bureaucracy will have the ability to enact, you know, regulation to enforce this law. So it, all of a sudden, this law is passed, and then a plethora of interpretations are added to it. So that it, it it just expands exponentially. I mean, look at everything that the government does. It, it, they get they get a, a foothold in, and the next thing you know, they've taken over it. Yeah, I mean, it is going to be dire. I mean, Christian churches would have to hire people that they find morally reprehensible or biblically morally reprehensible. I mean, and it'll be forced on well, them. Well, that's not going to bother a lot of churches. Did you see the head of the Methodist but, Church embraced sodomy? <laughs> sodomy? Yeah, sodomy. I, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, but, but again, those that do not go along with it, and there are those that don't, will be persecuted, imprisoned, fined, and again, they'll be deplatformed. Well, yeah, you know what? A church has a website. Let it won't be able to have a website. Let me tell you my story here real quick, okay? Um, I have Google AdSense on my uh, website. I didn't choose them by choice. My webmaster said, Dave, it's a good way to get some extra income. I hold my nose when it comes to Google. But uh, we're sailing right along this month, and we're doing pretty well in the first month of operation. But here we are beginning the third week, and I get this email last night that says, you're in violation of content here for Google. Here are the community guidelines. So I opened them up and I expected to see, okay, they didn't like this article and what you said here on paragraph two, sentence number three. No, they had a list of about 20 different things you can't talk about. Basically, you can't talk about the universe. They make it so broad they can do selective enforcement, but they never bothered to tell me what I did wrong. And then they concluded the letter by saying, we'll resume your ad revenue program, sharing program, as soon as you remove the offensive content. But they didn't tell me what the offensive content was. See, again, you, you were deplatformed. And, and, and it started, this is the way it works, Dave. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, every person needs to listen to this because if you have a voice in the public arena, whatever degree it is, the social credit score that they are implementing globally, that will be tyranny, will be will affect you. You asked me the question about pedophilia. No, you won't be able to do it because, again, they will be able to enact regulation after regulation after regulation to enforce whatever deviancy they want to um, have the deviancy of the day de jure. Basically, um, they're making it, Satan legal. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Christianity illegal, 
and Satan legal. And, you know, Dave, I, and I just want to say this, and I'll be glad to talk to the in, in, individual. I remember I read the comments that in the last program we did, and somebody said that we talk about religion a lot or Christianity a lot. Yeah, that's who and, we are. Um, Bob, don't apologize. Yeah. That's who we are. I'm, I'm not going to apologize. I just yeah. tell the person, uh, you, I feel free to call me because I think your argument is weak. There, there is a God. He is provable that he's there. It, it, he gave plenty of evidence that he is, and he actually told us about the future, and that's what we're seeing. Dave now come to pass this I mean you, you look at Taiwan what they just did they just legalized um, gay marriage so it is this is a global event you know there's a scripture in the Bible also says that the Antichrist he won't have the love for women we're seeing that already but you know here's my position on this stuff if there's not a victim I don't go out of my gourd saying, oh, I'm opposed to this lifestyle, that lifestyle, because I'm not God, and God did not grant me the right to judge. I live by certain commands that I'm given by my Lord, and I don't endorse, nor do I discriminate. And I leave the judgment to God. Now, there are some behaviors that are so reprehensible. Sex with children. You know the Nambla, old Nambla saying before they did away with it, sex before mm -hmm. eight or it's too late. Um, yes, I'm speaking up against that. It's still illegal. But what you're telling me is even though you're speaking in defense of a law and enforcement, under this other law, you could go to jail. Am I, am I hearing you correctly? Jail, fine, deplatformed. I think the deplatforming thing, the social credit score that China has right now, is going to be implemented in the United States. Um, and I and I think we need to be very careful of thinking that Donald Trump is going to save us from it all. No, no, I mean, no, no. It, Trump is compromised, no, it, Bob. This is something it, I've come to the conclusion on since we last talked. Yeah, it, it's it, whether he is or whether he's not. Even if he's, let's just give him the benefit of the doubt, and he's not. This movement is a satanic origin movement, mm -hmm. and it is overcoming the world right now, and the world is falling prey to it. I mean, um, you know, again, I agree with you. I'm libertarian um, to the degree. I, if you're, if two people of legal age want to do something in their own room, that's that's their business. I mean, I'm not, I don't want the government involved with that. I might think it morally wrong, but I don't want the government well, involved. Bob, with it. Let me Where tell you it comes why I'm down opposed. to Bob. Let me interrupt you for a second because let me tell you why I agree with you here, but it's important. You see, I don't endorse gay marriage, and I'm not going to stand here and, and throw rocks at it. But I'll tell you this. The moment that we let someone start to persecute, like gay marriage, then your lifestyle is not protected either. And I'm and, speaking... And I agree with that. But I don't want to... What, what, what this is going to go to is to the fact that if, you, if, if I find it morally wrong to engage in... I will have to compromise my beliefs in order to be able to engage in this system, whether it's financial, social, uh, religious, educational, my travel, all of it will be affected by my belief. It's a belief. I'm not going out, and I totally agree with you. I, you know, in in Muslim countries, they do that. They they kill homosexuals. Uh, you know, That's in wrong. this country, That's people, wrong. yeah, people have the right to live the way they want to live as long as there's no victim. But when you start making another person having to adhere to your mm -hmm. way of life, and if you do not, then again, I can't get on an airplane, I can't get a train, I can't get a driver's license, I can't vote, I can't have a bank account. And now that might sound draconian, but that's where it's going in China. And it's that whole system is going to be 
go global. It's and when not. it does, this is Dave. This is this is when you want. This is going to be the days of trouble, the days of trial. This is not this just happens. going global. Going to be. It's already gone global. Let me give you two real brief examples. I just did a broadcast on this recently uh, where I noted that a high school in Brisbane, Australia, what they did was they had a gay pride day. Well, first of all, I object to that because you're using public funds. And if this were America, I'd be speaking out against that, saying, I don't care if it's straight, gay, or in between, or celibate. You don't have the right to use government funds to promote private interests. That's the first thing. But here's where it got really bad. They put out a memo that went to the parents and said, if basically, if your children don't actively participate, actively participate are the operational term here, then they can be fined. They called it a tariff, but it was a fine by another name. So Bob, this is a Western nation. This is a Western nation, Bob, that's saying you must actively participate in gay pride activities. Not, not, not avoid condemnation, not avoid discrimination. You must embrace it and actively participate. So where is the, the reverse? Why aren't they endorsing, being made to endorse straight activities, biblical marriage? And of course, if he did that, they'd be screaming all the way to the Supreme Court. Well, you need to just look at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they have what they're basically saying is they have no right to hold to a belief that is contrary to, to what they want. I mean, they're being kicked off college campuses. They're being kicked out of airports. Again, it's called deplatforming them. Dave, let's take let's step back a few steps now, because in George Orwell, I mean, if he in his grave right now, he's saying, "Man, I didn't even think it'd be this bad," you know. I, but I'm, I was right. 1984, my gosh, uh, you, you look at it. He he did not have a clue it was going to go to this extent. But as this social credit system is implemented globally, step back from it. What do you need to be doing now? See, this is the question. I don't want to just get on here and give fear, fear things of what's going to happen in the future. Let's give some solutions to people, because if this happens, you the food you talked about, Dave. I mean, gosh, they won't. It's not that they won't let you get food. It's just that you won't be able to have an account to buy the food. It goes. I mean, gosh, it's it's so, gosh just reminds me of Revelation that unless you had this mark, mm-hmm. you could not buy or sell. That's where this is going. That you, every aspect of your life is going to be affected by this. Every, I mean, I'm on. We're doing this right now, and believe me, there are people listening to this that don't like hearing what we're saying. And you know what we talked about last week, baseline. Every day, you know, baseline is the is the, the knowledge that we every day we wake up, we go, we do this, we do that, we do this, and we expect certain things to happen in our life every day. You know, we get up at nine, go to work, whatever we do, that is our baseline information. Every day, and you know, that baseline is being assaulted because we said that anything that deviates outside the baseline very much is something you need to pay attention to. And if you don't pay attention to it, it can come back and really bite you hard. So every day we're seeing this baseline of our normalcy being attacked, 
and being destroyed. And and so the solution of what we need to be doing right now, Dave, is first of all, pray. Pray God gives us grace. Pray. I mean, I, I don't know what it will do because we have seemed like we're, the world, not in the United States, is on this road to depravity that we want to see how fast we can sink down into the gutter and just do the most despicable things that the Almighty God has said don't do. But at the second hand, just as Noah and Joseph and other patriarchs in the Bible, God warned them ahead of time. And, and I'm not a prophet. I don't know if you claim to be one. Steve Quayle doesn't claim to be one. No, I don't claim that. We're people that just, we, we know the Bible, we know history, and we're saying, listen, God is merciful. He always warns ahead of his impending judgment. And you can ignore it. You can, I mean, absolutely ignore what's going on. But if you look at history, if you look at the if you look at the, the history of the Bible, if you look at just plain regular secular history, nations and, and countries and uh, civilizations that do what we are doing fall under judgment, and the judgment manifests itself in famine, pestilence. Uh, violence over and over again. It, it's never a new thing that happens. It's always the same sick game that is played out when people and civilizations do what we are doing right now. So again, this, the solution is to look at your life and to say, you know, if this is coming, what do I do? Remember, Jesus said, when you see Jerusalem surrounded about by armies, yeah, and I've used this example before, get out your lawn chairs and put them on top of your house and watch the apocalypse in full color. That's not what he said. He said, do something, get out move, leave. You, you have to reposition yourself. And today, with Americans so absorbed into this lifestyle of entertainment, you know, however it meant, eating, entertainment, luxury, whatever, you know, fleeing Jerusalem would mean taking that baseline that you're at right now, those things that you consider normal, and reevaluating them in the light of history and saying, you know, Lot fled Sodom. You know, the, the, the Christians in 70 A.D. fled Jerusalem. They changed the ba they saw the baseline change and they made alter altercations in their life to accommodate those. The ones that did fared well. The ones that didn't didn't fare well. Let's just go to 1939 Germany. The baseline was changing rapidly, probably around 1930 Germany. The baseline was changing rapidly for Jewish people, for homosexuals, um, for gypsies, for anyone uh, that was different than the norm. And most people of those uh, categories did not, you know, do anything about the change in, of normalcy and the baseline information. They just said, well, you know, it can't be that way. I know he wrote that book, Mein Kampf, and he said he was going to kill us, but I don't think he's going to do it. Well, history painted a very uh, depressing picture of he did do it. Oh, you, Stalin did it. Um, yeah, you know, Mao, Mao did it. and um, Mao did it. Yeah. I, listen, uh, I hear what you're saying. We're going to step aside for a real quick break because this next segment, I need to acknowledge the people who are bringing this to us. And again, readymaderesources.com for the very best in prepping supplies. Ready-made resources. Bob's going to talk to you more about that in the end of our final segment. 
We're also brought to you by Noble Gold. And I have to tell you, folks, I am really worried about the economy and I don't trust the dollar. You should neither convert your soon-to-be worthless cash into precious metals that will hold its value over time. It's a great supplement for your pension. Some people are seeing triple-digit increases with these IRAs. They're fantastic. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. The link is in the description box. Give them a call at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Back to Bob Griswold as we're talking about offshoots of the Equality Act. And Bob, as you were talking there, I wrote down a phrase, mark of the beast, and you beat me to it. But when Google sends me notification, you've done something wrong, we're not going to tell you what it is, but we're taking away income from you, that's mark of the beast because you're not adhering to what they're saying. And when you're deplatformed, that's mark of the beast. And when you're denied access to services like Wells Fargo Bank, PayPal, Chase, uh, WePay, uh, when they do all that, that is mark of the beast. Don't you agree? Yeah, Dave, it, it, it's, it, it's so far advanced right now. Again, th this is why I say, it, 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 we live in dramatic times, and it's going to take dramatic effort on people. But Jesus did say, flee, which means if he said to flee, that means, you, you know, it's good to save your life. And then fleeing can involve many things. It can mean taking your money out of the system, as you've mentioned, in purchasing gold, um, d disinvesting from certain things, and maybe buying food, looking at your security profile and changing that. Because, again, the baseline has changed, and if you don't respond to that change like the Jews in large did not respond – the gypsies didn't respond. The homosexuals didn't respond. I mean, Hitler murdered his best, the best people. I mean, the SA was filled with uh, homosexual people, and Hitler murdered them all. I mean, once they'd served their purpose, he murdered them all. So, again, as we see this baseline change, um, the, the thing is, is that this is the solution. You need to adapt to it. And if you don't adapt, this system's going to one day quickly implement it so that everyone falls underneath of it. And if you're not, if you've not positioned yourself, maybe it means to barter outside of the system, have resources outside of the system that, that you can no longer get because your social credit score doesn't allow you to have a checking account or a job or a library card or, or whatever it is, um, a driver's license, voting all of it, or, or you're greatly restricted in the access of types of jobs you have. So you, you might have a college education, and you, you no longer can use that, and you have to take menial labor. This is where it's heading. It might sound draconian, but remember, remember just how prophetic 1984 is. I mean, it, we're, we're there. But again, the mark of the beast. Yes, absolutely. So at this point. Um, as we see the spirit of Antichrist sweep the world, you know, I, I think God is, for those that will have ears to hear, uh, to steal a script, uh, phrase out of the scripture, are going to do things and start acting ways that are going to put them in the position of what God told the people in Jerusalem to do, flee. And again, as we said, fleeing can mean a lot of things. It can mean flee from the education system, flee from the financial system, flee from the agricultural system, flee from the pharmaceutical system. 
it can mean getting out of those so that you're not as dependent on those systems and you learn to do the way God does become more independent and this this world Dave it is it is absolutely big as what did Ron Paul say a big sucking sound and it's sucking everybody into this global tyranny of of, of your every bit of your information is is in zeros and ones on some computer somewhere, and it could be easily changed, altered, deleted at somebody's will, and then all of a sudden you are gone. You're not even married anymore. You don't have any vaccines. You don't have any children. It's all gone. Yeah, and this is what we're is waiting for. We're Teddy this is what so, we're waiting again, for. Again, you know, it's, it's, food, water, thing. Um, the, yeah. the CNN, I think yes. CNN called for Alex Jones's cell phone to be turned off. I, and I, I know I, when I talk about this, and, and again, Dave, I, I don't want it to sound like it's a profit motive thing for me. It's not. This is a passion of my heart because I, God loves His people. God, I mean, He loves people, and He He does not want us to fall under this tyranny, this this absolute darkness, this Luciferian darkness. He wants to be. He wants us to be able to say, okay, well, they took that away. I can still survive. And so, again, I mention all the time about the means of communication. If your cell phone went dead and if your IP address was turned off, what would you do? Could you talk to people that you need to talk to? I mean, uh, you know, with with ham radio, over the last 10 years I've been doing ham radio, Dave, I've developed quite a few contacts globally, people I talk to. Sources of information I get off shortwave radio. I mean, then I can then talk to people. I've talked to people all over the globe. I have a friend in South Africa. I mean, and what he tells me is going on down there. Oh my gosh, um, it's horrible. So with that system, I can then operate with the ham radio system. I can operate out of my IP address. I can operate out of my cell phone, not to the degree or convenience that the cell phone and the IP address give me, but I can communicate. I can talk with people. I can network. I can pull resources through those um, you know, uh, means of communication. Now, it takes time. It takes practice, just like it takes time to set up a food supply, like it takes time to do anything worthwhile as far as our temporal salvation is concerned. There are skills that you have to learn. I've been organic gardening for 20 years, and I still learn things. So, you know, today is the day of salvation. The Bible says work while it is yet light because the darkness comes when no man can work. Yeah. And I see that darkness rapidly approaching. I mean, you know, like like the four horsemen in the apocalypse type approaching. You hear the hoof beats on the on the on the ground behind you, and it's it's there. It's it's the global system of financial dominance that will control every human being on the planet. And again, like I said, God always warns ahead of time, so that people can do things that will help alleviate the suffering that that is coming to this world. It won't be like it is right now. You won't be able to go down and get a six-pack of beer and, you know, a nice filet mignon and cook it. That's not, that, that Those days might be gone, but you're not going to be starving. Dave, you read the story of the history of deprivation right now in Venezuela. I mean, people are, are, are eating dogs, cats, chickens, bugs, anything they can do. Women are selling themselves. Women are cutting their hair off to sell their hair. Everything is on the table. Parents are abandoning their children because they can't afford them. You don't find yourself in that position. And I, I just say this. Overall, I think the principle of Scripture is... 
the righteous man sees trouble from afar and hides himself. Now, that doesn't mean that there won't be those that are martyred or suffer for Christ's name or, or for righteousness' sake. But overall, I think the principle of Scripture is that God will warn you ahead of time and say, hey, the train's coming. You might want to get off that track. There's a, you know, you, you weigh you know, 190 pounds, and that train weighs 2 million pounds and going 80 miles an hour. It's not going to be a contest. There's something out there. There's something out there called mylife.com. And um, I don't like the organization. They slam people into it and they don't let people out easily. But let me tell you what they're about. They will send emails out, reminder emails to people. Your reputation score has changed. I've I've gotten those, Dave. I submit to you, Bob, that is social credit system. Absolutely. It, 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 you know, we have to, under the guise of freedom, we have to, oh, we have, we're free. But um, it, it is slowly, how's the frog boiled alive? Slowly. How's the, lo- how's the lobster boiled? Slowly. And before you know it, you've been boiled alive. And this is where discernment comes in, Dave. And this is where God's people, and I, I pray right now, I, I really do ask the Lord to give open ears to people that they hear the voice of God saying, you know, judgment is coming. Horrible judgment is coming. Get out of Jerusalem. Flee. If you're in Sodom, get out like Lot did. Flee. Leave. Because if you don't, I I guess burning sulfur out of the sky is not not a good thing, from what I understand. And, um, you know, um, floodwaters, even though it's not going to flood the world again, but that type of judgment is not a good thing to be around. I don't want to be around if I can avoid it. Um, So this is the time to do it, Dave. The, The food you're advertising... I mean, I'm I, I just, fortunately, unfortunately, I don't know, God gives my path that God chose, but I, I've been a lot of places that people all over the world, people would want to go to, a lot of third world countries, the Middle East, Asia, Africa, all that. Um, and it, it, the story's always the same. When there's food, famine, when there's need, deprivation, It doesn't matter if they were North African. It doesn't matter if they were Middle Eastern. It doesn't matter if they were Asian or even in the United States, so American. It didn't matter if they were the the refugees out of World War II, the women that sold their children. The, 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 The thing is always the same. Those that were not prepared have to resort to absolutely horrendously dire things to keep themselves alive. This is why I pray God opens people's ears, Dave, because you don't you don't need to do that. Overall, God's will is for people to survive. Overall, if you read the scripture, he told Joseph to save food. He told Noah to build an ark. He told Lot to leave Sodom. Overall, even during the persecution in the in the first century in Jerusalem, the, that's why the gospel spread so much is that the people left that persecution. When Nero was tying people to, to crosses and lighting them on fire so he could light his, um, you know, his gardens up at night, he was using Christians to as human torches. Overall, that's not God's will for that to happen. His will is for you to understand the nature of history 
respond to it because baseline, the baseline is God's law. The baseline is the way God has set up civilization. So when civilization now is Saturn fiving off God's normalcy, I mean, they're just as fast as they can get away from it. Um, if you do, you need to really respond to this and say, God, Lord, what do you want me to do? How do I do this? And I know, Dave, right now they're listening. There's people that make $200 a week. There's people that make $2,000 a week. And there's people out there that are making $20,000 a week. And I really understand the people who make $200 a week. And I know you offer that, that that's a good thing you offer. Is they can do it for very small amounts of money at a time, even if they take five, ten dollars out of their, you know, income a month, and and start putting it aside. I, I call it the brick wall. You know, think, and we've talked about this before. You know, if you're running towards a wall, the farther you are away from that wall, when this with speed, the more time you have to deviate from it, or the more cushion you have. You know, if you have a week's worth of food in your house, if you have a month's worth of food in your house, if you have a year's worth of food in your house, those are those are panic zones. You've pushed the panic zone back further. And so um, that's what God, I think, is instructing his people today and people of good conscience to do is to understand the rules and, and the lessons of history. And we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything different. I mean, anything different than the Egyptians, the Assyrians, the Greeks, the Romans, the Carthaginians, or all of them, they all went the same way, and there was always the same outcome. We're not going to change the outcome. You know, as somebody said, we can ignore the circumstances, but we can't ignore the, the consequences of ignoring circumstances. If you, if you, we, you know, I can say, well, be Pollyanna and everything's fine, but sooner or later, that viewpoint is going to catch up with me, and I'm going to say, okay, what do I do today? I've got to get. I need. I just need something to eat today. I haven't had anything to eat in a week, and I need to get something. To eat. What do I do? What am I willing to do to get something to eat today? Um, what am I willing to do? How am I going to protect my family? How am I going to talk to my relatives? Um, again, people mention, well, you know, radios take batteries. That's a neat thing. We live in such an age of well, solar energy. There's there are things you can do. There are workarounds. And, you know, I'm sure you're aware of the like, Patriot Flashlight offers a uh, solar-powered battery. I mean, I mean solar-powered yeah. flashlight. There's things people can do, but they got to do the work. And the time that, to do the work it. is not when Hurricane Harvey dumps, you know, 18 inches of rain on your house and you've waited to prep until that day. That's crazy. Work while it is yet light, exactly. the darkness comes when no man can work. Those, those words should really sober your heart because those, those, that, that, is, that is Jesus Christ saying those words and that is Jesus the Christ being merciful to humanity telling them this is what the way it'll be. I'm going to give you so much light to work in and the darkness comes, and when that darkness comes, it'd be like me trying to garden on a completely dark night. I mean, I can imagine the type of garden that would grow. Yeah. I couldn't see a thing what I'm doing. I can do it during the day. Bob, I need to ask you a question here at this point. Okay, the Equality Act. It deplatforms people. It silences people. It, it'll force people into silence because they don't want to go to jail. So they'll be really careful about uh, posting messages that love everybody and will criticize nothing and stand for nothing. Now, ha having said that, 
Will the persecution stop there, in your opinion? What lies next after they silence the patriot community? Okay, here it is. And, and again, this is the, the gentleman who criticized me for my, my faith. I'm just going to, I guess, aggravate him more. Again, we can try to placate Satan. We can try to placate the system of this world. But neither of those two are in charge, ultimately. They've given so much rope to do so much, but that's it. What we're doing is we are violating the God of heaven, the God of all creation, the God who made you and me, the God who made Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton and all of us. Those individuals might choose to ignore it, but when we ignore it on a national level, divine judgment will fall. Read Deuteronomy 28. I don't have a lot of time to go into it, but every one of those judgments that you read in Deuteronomy 28 right now are Let's go through a few. Bob, I want, to, I want to go through a few of them because I think it's germane to the Equality Act. Well, we will be defeated in war. And you look at it in Afghanistan. We, we haven't won a war since World War II. Vietnam, Korea, they were all, we didn't win any of them. I mean, we, we thought we defeated communism, but now communism has taken over the United States. A famine, pestilence, disease, malaise, addiction, all those things are mentioned in Deuteronomy 28. Uh, those are just the ones I have from memory. And the good things that God promises a nation, you know, prosperity, abundance, security, he takes that away. You look at our borders. We're not a secure nation anymore. I mean, half of Congress voted for this Neutrality Act. Half of Congress did. So we are a nation divided. We're a nation with plague. I mean, we're the biggest opiate benzodiazepine consumers on the planet. We have a malaise in our nation. We have confusion. Children don't know what they are anymore. I mean, all those things are happening. So you, you can say we can try to placate the devil, dance with the devil. But there's a God in heaven who's going to bring down judgment on us, whether we try to do that or not. And, and I would say if you're dancing with the devil and the devil gets smoked, it's not a good thing to be around him. You want to be on the Lord's side. Remember in the children, the children in the, of the Israel and the wilderness, when Moses came down from the mountain and they had taken their clothes off and they had made all these idols and they were dancing around partying. Moses said, those on the Lord's side, get over here. Those on the, the other side, get over here. And the earth opened up and swallowed the evil ones. So you can try to stay silent. You can try to do that. But it's almost, what did Bonhoeffer say? To stay silent in the face of evil is evil itself. I mean, you, and he paid for it with his life. He earned the martyr's crown. You know, in, 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 in a billion years from now, if I've earned the martyr's crown, I mean, my t I mean, who wants to suffer? I don't want to suffer. I don't want to go through that. But in the scope of eternity, to say, Lord, my life was yielded for you because I stood for you. That's not a bad thing to stand before the Lord having done. I mean, at least I don't think it is. Um, but, you know, being quiet, being silent is not something God calls us to. We are called to be a witness, to be a voice. And that doesn't mean we have to be obnoxious. That doesn't mean that we have to go out and use pejoratives against people with different uh, sexual orientations and all that. But we speak the truth. 
that's what we do. In fact, I would say you don't do those things. I'm not, you don't need to call, call people with homosexual nature, you know, pejoratives. And we've heard them all, but you don't need to do that. All we need to do is say, listen, this is what God says. And you can obey it or not obey it. I don't, you know, it's, it's your soul, not mine. And just present the truth to them, present the truth to our nation. And if people listen, which some will, um, it says in Ezekiel, those warn the wicked of their wicked ways and they repent. They've saved a soul. They've done a great deed. But those that see the wicked and they do not warn the wicked, it says that you, your soul will also pay the price for not warning them. So silence is not a good thing. I mean, yeah, again, it's it's not a good thing. And it, what it all it does is it speeds the, the, the decline into depravity because the more people out there that speak up, the more resistance evil has. It's we were talking about David. Uh, you called me yesterday. We were doing some um, target training, practicing with our firearms, and we were having a discussion with a group. The more people that own suppressors, because somebody says, "Well, I don't want to be on a government list. I don't want to buy a suppressor." Um, the more people that own suppressors, the harder it is for the government to take them away. The more people that own AR-15s, the harder it is for the government to take them away because there's 200 million of them out there. So speaking up in the light, in the face of evil, is is a righteous thing to do. And again, we don't do it in a in a belligerent, anger, hateful way. We just speak the truth. Bob, let me ask you a question. With back to the Equality Act for a second. Is there anything that you've read related to the act on how they're going to initiate enforcement? Are there going to be special holding areas for people who violate this? Or will they be put well, into they, prison? They, will they be put into prison in question. the general population? Excellent question. Uh, just look, okay, look at 1913. I think that's when the, the income tax was implemented, correct? 1913? Yes. Look how the income tax has grown from a page or two of law to 70,000 pages of law. This law that they implement because bureaucrats get a hold of it. And so at the whim of a bureaucrat, they can write an edict that will that will change, that will say, you, okay, you could do this, but now you can't do that. And so it just grows into this monster to where, you know, everything that you would do to, to oppose them becomes a criminal act. I mean, we've seen the weaponization of the IRS. We've seen the weaponization of intelligence. All these things, because people in charge were wicked, they use that to persecute those who stand against it. This act, this equality act would be no different. And so the IRS can send you to prison. The, the intelligence community can send you to prison. And this Neutrality Act will be able to send you to prison or fine you or deplatform you or whatever we're talking about. So, again, um, you know, uh, we are facing me, uh, dire times. And it's Bob, the time me, to, to use, as they say, cowboy up. Let me rephrase. To be, to be the man or woman or God that you're supposed to be. Let me and rephrase then, the question a little bit, okay? Um, yes, sir. Um, statutory versus administrative law. Is this going to come out as administrative law? Because if it is, then what you're saying can happen administratively and not have an act of Congress. But if it's part well, of that's statute... Well, that's the way most... Yeah, let me, let me complete the question. Okay, if go it's ahead. part of statute, then it would require an act of Congress to write an amendment into the law. And they could attach it to a bill and be deceptive and try to hide it and sneak it through. But still... We, I want to know, is this statutory or administrative? 
I, I, well, it'll, it'll be a statutory law with administrative capability to it because it's the way all law in the United States is written anymore, that, that, that the bureaucracy has the right to implement administrative edicts necessary to enforce the, the, the statutory law that Congress wrote. And so that's why we see this proliferation from uh, the income tax, you know, from a few pages to 70,000 pages uh, to, to where everything now just grows. And it, it's not done with Congress. Congress doesn't approve this. It's done through the bureaucracy. And so as, as, as the bureaucracy is filled more and more, I mean, keep in mind that the upper level managerial uh, jobs in our government now are starting to feel the effects of three generations of college students that have come out of just absolutely whack job liberal colleges. I mean, and they're taking the positions in law enforcement, federal law enforcement. They're taking the positions in the intelligence community. They're taking the positions in things like the American Medical Association. I mean, all these bureaucracies, these people that have been brainwashed into some of the most bizarre beliefs humanity's ever seen are starting to take administrative roles in our government. And so, yeah, it's going to be administratively um, done. And, and, I mean, how was Alex Jones? I mean, there's a First Amendment. But he was deplatformed because some bureaucrat somewhere in some business, which we know that a lot of these platform, social media platforms are nothing more than intelligence gathering platforms for the government. There was some administrative decision made. Cut him off. Well, these people are eating their own, too. Let me give you an example. I covered this yesterday where a extreme liberal from Harvard in their law school, he's a dean, he is so liberal, it's disgusting. And ordinarily, I would never say anything in support of him. But he was appointed to um, Weinstein. Remember the sex offender, accused sex offender mm-hmm. and sexual harasser? He was uh, invited to join Weinstein's um, legal defense team. The social justice warriors at Harvard, the hashtag Me Too movement, drove him off campus. Here's a flaming liberal that these social justice warriors at Harvard, Harvard, Bob, are saying, that man's not entitled to representation, and we're going to take it out on you if you give it to him. Can you even believe that? I mean, they're eating their own now. Uh, You see, again... The, the, if you do not have a spiritual view of the universe, which would be a conspiratorial view of the universe because <laughs> Satan is trying to conspire against the Lord's work, yes. Satan's desire is to kill humanity. Did Georgia Guidestones? Let's get them down to 500 million. So, yes, I mean, it's easy to believe. They, they, they will turn on each other. You look at all the, you look at the Nazis eventually turned on each other. I mean, you know, Hitler's closest people, Himmler, turned on Hitler. I'm willing, you know, to do whatever you want me to do when he was captured by the Allies. They, there's no loyalty there. There's base. They're driven by base desires. I mean, you really, a lot of it boils down to aberrant sexual desires, and that's what drives them. Um, if you if you believe in God, or if God is promoted as the standard, all of a sudden your base desires come into conflict with the Almighty, and so what do you do? You persecute those who bring it to you. You shut them down. Yeah, you you do yeah, absolutely. Well, let me want to ask you a question because this leads into the work you do at Ready Made Resources. Um, is this I'm offended? You're going to jail? Kind of equality law? Is this limited to the internet? 
or could you be persecuted for this for saying it over the telephone or in person to someone at a restaurant and was overheard? How far are they going to carry the enforcement, in your opinion? I mean, how far is it already gone? <laughs> it's everything you just mentioned. It's already happened, and to some degree or another, it's already happened. I'm talking about the Equality yeah, it, Act. How far? Yeah, does I mean, with, the coverage? With, I mean, the, the Equality Act is just basically codifying some of the things that are already basic in, in our civilization to begin with. I mean, you, you mean just wear a magma hat. People will kick you out. They'll deplatform you out of the, their social media. They whatever. I mean, yes, you're seeing it happen, and so every every um, uh, institution or, or media will fall under these acts and if you mention talk discuss or even insinuate that somehow you know that doesn't sound too right to me you know um it doesn't sound right uh, yeah you'll be you'll be deplatformed you'll be uh, persecuted fined i mean canada look at what they're doing to people oh i, I mean, know but i, I don't, in australia don't australia bob, bob we don't have time to get into canada cuz i want to give you some time to talk about ready made resources because the reason i do is you offer alternatives in communication. And I think this is a great opportunity to look at this. Uh, you know, I, I think certainly if your communications aren't public on the Internet, you stand a far less chance of being persecuted. So let, let's talk about alternative forms of communication. Once our Internet is taken away from us, once you can no longer go on there and say, hey, I'm a Christian and I stand for Christian values, as long as you when you can no longer say that, what do you recommend that you make available from a communications perspective? Okay. Um, uh, again, I, I strongly recommend everyone getting a ham radio license. Ham radio, I mean, there's several. You can use CB, Merge, GMRS, or ham. Um, the, the, the three first ones I mentioned, their, their transmission rates are pathetic. You're not going to get very far. So if you're doing it on your farm and you want to talk to somebody, yeah, MERS or GMRS is a great thing to have because it'll go about a quarter mile, and that's about it. I don't care if the box says 36 miles or whatever. This, this, is, the, this is the work while it's yet light thing, and there, it's going to take some time to learn ham radio. It's, it's not hard. It's not hard to pass the test, but you're going to have to study. And if, if, you, if you work now while it's light, when it, darkness comes and you can still maybe speak with your loved ones or find out what's going on, listening to world events from around the world, or even speaking to my friend in South Africa, you know, all those things are possible with ham radio. Um, there's also things that you can do. Now, ham radio, you can't use codes. They've, there's a thing called a one-time pad code. The NSA can't break them. Nobody can break them. Nobody on the planet can break it. It's easy to use, easy to do. Um, they, they actually have a machine that's a one-time pad generator. We actually got a distributorship for them. It, it produce, it's a two-port code. It's a public key and a private key. And when you when you translate a message into, into a one-time pad code, nobody in the world can break it. There's quadrillions and quadrillions and quadrillions of permutations to it. You can't break it. Um, you know, I would say what I just, learn how to do that. What I just wrote down in my notes here is you were talking. We need modern-day code talkers, and I'm referencing like the Navajo and their contribution to World War II and not allowing the Japanese to break our codes. But you're just saying here, you're saying on, on um, shortwave that you can't use coded messages? 
No, you cannot. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's that's interesting. Guess what to do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't get on there and start talking code. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, my 20, something like that, that even that's code. It's it, everybody understands what it is. So that's really not a violation. But if I get on there and start using my one time pad code, you know, um, I can send a message to somebody that nobody in the world will break. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it, and it might be what you need to do at some time. But learn again, learn how to do it now. Learn how to do it now. I'll be glad to talk with anybody, Dave, about getting it set up, doing it. I'm actually going through a course at Stanford, an online course on cryptography. Um, and uh, it's it's very interesting. But we have the right to privacy in this country. And we know that, you know, not, not, not only just the government has violated our right to privacy, but uh, corporate America has continually violates our right to privacy. They, they invade our private space and steal our information. Well, it's certain things. If you put them in code, they can't break it. And so those are things that you can learn, but you're not going to learn this when, when it's night outside. You're going to learn it while it's day. Let me, Bob, I want to ask you a question, okay? See if you can break this code. The red dawn of the El Paso sac- sector is in crisis. You know, what happens, what do they do is, in, in cryptography, is what they'll do is they'll start taking those words and they'll, see, they'll put them together with other codes that you do, and eventually they'll break them down because, like, like E is the most popular common letter in the alphabet. So if you're using a code, it's not really it, – it, it, it uses some type of entropic um, system. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll eventually be broken. Yeah, the, the pe- people are smart enough to break those, but, um, uh, but maybe one time, no. But if you keep using them, you'll you'll set patterns, and people eventually figure it out. Understood. So, yeah, one time, yeah, but uh, with a one-time pad code, it doesn't matter. You can't break it. Well, let's move away from shortwave radio for a second. Let's talk about some other things you have available that family members can carry with them. So, in the event they're separated or people want to communicate with family members, I would imagine you could use code on these devices. Tell me about what you have available, what the range is, and tell me about how they operate. And you got about a minute, you got less than a minute to do this, about 30 seconds. Well, ham radio, you can you can talk globally. Depending on what type of frequency you're using, with high frequency, you can talk globally. Then with UHF, VHF, you can talk using a repeater, maybe 50 to 100 miles. So line of sight, uh, with my handheld, I can get about 10, 12 miles. Um, so you need to do that. And again, we've talked about com maps. Get get some maps of your area and practice and write down how far on that map you can go. That way, when the night comes, you'll know how far you can transmit. Can I reach Joe? I just not. I don't need to know if I can reach Joe or not. I already know if I can reach Joe or not. So that's what you need to do is practice. Got it. Um, Bob, I need to so interrupt you here at this point because I want to give you a chance to tell people how they can get a hold of you to request more information about these communication devices. This is critical, but our time is short. So very quickly, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, they can call me at 800-627-3809, 800-627-3809. Again, we have our night vision still on sale. I'll be glad to talk with anybody about these things. Um, you know, I'm not going to pressure you to buy something. Uh, if you want to buy it, that's fine. But if you want to talk about how I can secure my family and my communication, um, I'll be glad to speak with you about it. And I've got a final word here. Bob Griswold's the only guy I know in prepping in the business will actually talk to you free of charge and assess where you're at and what you need with no pressure. I get 
get so many thank you notes from people for referring me to Bob. So readymaderesources.com, you heard him give the number. Bob, my friend, we are flat out of time. We're up against it. Thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate what you do for humanity. Thank you, and God bless. Okay.